Episode 14, Pinterest marketing strategy, ideas and tips for 2017 and beyond with a bit of a localized lens. Now, in this episode, our guest teaches us what is Pinterest aside from a funny made up word and how do I figure out whether it's a viable channel in my overall marketing strategy. We learn about what type of people you can reach on Pinterest, which might surprise you. It definitely surprised me. We get into the mechanics of how to practically use Pinterest as a marketing channel to drive a ton of referral traffic. And just as a side note, there's a, a few uh, dogs barking at the start of the episode in the background of our guest's uh, uh, space. So if you love dogs, then that'll be great for you. If not, you're going to have to put up with that for the first minute or two, uh, but then it, it quietens down after that. I know you're going to get a lot out of this episode. I certainly learn a ton of stuff about Pinterest that I can't wait to go in action. Um, please, if you do enjoy the episode, go and leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher or Google Play and preferably five stars. Five, we, we like five stars here at the location station. So if you're going to leave any, any less than that, just don't bother. <laughs> um, and also don't forget to go and subscribe for free updates, regular giveaways and a whole heap of other fun stuff at thelocationstation.com. Pinterest marketing strategy, ideas and tips. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Location Station, where we learn from extraordinary marketers and business owners about all the latest location-based marketing tactics and technologies, so you can attract and retain more customers near your business or brand. I'm your host, Dave Eddy. I'm extremely grateful for your time and attention today, so let's get cracking. Today's guest is Louise Cottrell. Louise, welcome to the show. Hi, Dave. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. It is my absolute pleasure. Now, Louise is the founder of a company called Travel Pinners, travelpinners.com. And she's a little bit of an expert in generating referral traffic and building communities on the social network called Pinterest. Now, if you haven't heard of Pinterest, it's uh, it's a pretty exciting platform. Um, and Louise specializes in, in working with businesses in the travel and tourism uh, industry websites in, in in the travel and tourism space um, in terms of building up their audiences and driving traffic and leads and sales. So she's got over sort of 10 years experience in actually traveling the globe and I think she's lived in something like seven or eight different com uh, countries. Uh, and so she's also got a bit of an eye for design and has um, a fairly unique process that we'll hook into today um, with regards to promoting your content and your products and your packages on Pinterest. So uh, even though Louise specializes in tourism and travel type businesses, I think this episode is going to be very relevant for any business or brand out there who's thinking, okay, I've heard, oh, and she's got a dog in the background. <laughs> I've, I've, uh, I've heard of Pinterest before. It sounds Pinteresting. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know how to use it. Is it relevant for my business? That's the kind of questions we want to sort of answer today. So, Louise, I've given you uh, the audience a bit of insight around you. Did you want to um, kind of elaborate on on your experience and what you're up to at the moment? Sure. Uh, thanks for the intro. So, yeah, I started Travel Pinners last year. Um, I I'm always inspired by travel content on the web and sort of the proliferation of 
travel content and moving away from sort of more traditional uh, publications like, you know, the guidebook. And now I just feel like the whole Internet is like a guidebook for not only places that you want to visit, but really anywhere that you want to go and any experience that you want to have. So um, I love helping travel brands to sort of point people towards their content because it's I find it sad when people, you know, make something great, make a useful resource and it doesn't get discovered. So my goal is to help people have their content get discovered and in doing so promote you know what they're all about and what they have to offer awesome great and so and you you're obviously you're you've taken the route of, uh, of specializing in pinterest marketing in particular for uh the audience members out there who have no idea what pinterest is can you give us a bit of a basic overview of of what is pinterest and how it works yeah, so it's funny because I noticed you called it a social media channel, um, which it's it's grouped in as a social media channel, but it works more like a visual search engine. Got it. So uh, the way that it works is that everybody has their own account, um, including businesses. Uh, you can have like a business specific account. And when you set up the account, you create a new optimized boards and boards are the places where your pins live. Pins essentially are just images um, either that came from your website and link back to your website, or you created them specifically, like you design an image or a graphic um, that has a backlink behind it. So that links to um, something that's in the image, or you can make an image that says, you know, what an article is about. And you can link it back to your website, whether it's a blog post or a page. And um, you add these links in the form of graphics. And you can also optimize your website so that the visitors on your website can do the same. They can share the images from your website to their own Pinterest accounts. And so you get like user generated content that way. Got it. Cool. So it's kind of like, and I did call it a social network, but it's more like a, uh, a say a Google image images search with a social element to it perhaps. A little bit. Yeah. Um, there's just not much socializing. It's more where people are, are making plans and sort of getting inspired. And it just so happens that they're sharing it with whoever is following the account. Um, and it's all open and people yeah, can cool. search for your pins. There's not much, much privacy on it. Um, so it's more of an individual experience, but it's being shared yeah. with everyone. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. I think I need to use it a little bit more to understand it better. So I'm glad I got you on today. Um, yeah, now, I've got more for you. I've uh, got more. Excellent. I know what, I know exactly what you'd use it for. <laughs> I, I, I cannot wait to be an absolute Pinterest marketing expert after this call. <laughs> um, so what does, what does uh, Pinterest bring to the table from a marketing perspective? And, and let's just keep in mind, so you, you specialize in the travel tourism sort of space. We've got listeners who might be local local businesses um, or professional services brands in uh, in a mm-hmm. wide range of industries. What what can <laughs> I love those dogs? Oh my in the gosh! Background. So sorry for this. <laughs> so Louise is in Chiang Mai right now in in Thailand, and uh, the neighbors have right they're in like a her. rescue center. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That, that, they can join in. Um, so, what what does Pinterest bring to the table? Like, what's it good for from a marketing um, uh, viewpoint? So, um, people use it, like I was saying, to research, to make plans, to get inspired. Um, it's sort of a creative platform. You know, you can think of maybe beauty ideas and fashion, home decorating. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, in my space, people are using it to plan their trips. So, uh, but it doesn't stop there. If you are selling whatever you're selling that has a visual aspect to it, um, you know, think of, of collecting, cooking, um, 
artwork, design, any interest that somebody can, you know, they can curate sort of, it's like sort of making a scrapbook or it's like making a bulletin board of things that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, from those images, they can actually research whatever it is they, they want to find, or they can see, you know, they have a picture of something and they want to find out where it comes from or who's selling it. They can then go to your website and, and see your offerings right there. Got it. So, so it, it can drive traffic to, uh, to products from sort of visual, you know, I- imagery and stuff. But I guess, uh, does this mean it can kind of also act like a curation tool for businesses who are, you know, no, no, even if they're not gonna, going to be getting leads from the platform, uh, businesses could, I assume, use it as, as a normal user just to collect content for their, say, their, their marketing on Facebook and their blog, et cetera. Uh-huh. Well, it's really good for companies to use to see what's trending and sort of, you know, their industry or their niche. Um, but also, I mean, even if you sell a service, just having content that helps your your audience or your ideal clients is enough to sort of get people to discover you through the platform and to notice you and to see what you're all about based mm-hmm. on, you know, the helpful information that you're providing through your content marketing. Got it. Cool. And so what kind of people use, like who's hanging out on Pinterest? Um, So a few years ago when it was just getting started, it was primarily women, uh, but that is changing. They just put out a new, uh, I wouldn't say a study. They just put out some new statistics that showed that there was actually more of a 60-40 balance now for women to men. So the, the, the male demographic is growing. And then also the demographic of for people uh, using it outside the U.S. is growing a lot. Uh, so it's getting a lot more international. And I know that after the U.S., it's it's the Anglophone country. So the U.K., Australia, and Canada are the, the next biggest sort of user bases. There's 150 million people. Wow. So uh, that's monthly active users. So not every day, but at least every month, these people are, are actively using the platform to search for ideas. And... Um, They've also shown uh, through sort of e-commerce case studies that people are using it as a shopping portal. They're using it um, to find things that they're going to end up spending money on. Got it. Cool. So that's so the quality of traffic. um, Can you, I guess, comment on that? Um, Do do you have any any stats or analytics around what people can expect from from the traffic? Um. I mean, I, it's better if I send you a report sheet that you can include with the show notes because I don't have them on hand, but it's, it's pretty promising. It's pretty inspiring in terms of like, um, you know, if you are selling anything online, I know you are focusing more on like local businesses and people selling things, maybe in a brick and mortar setting. Mm -hmm. Um, but all all I want to, the point I want to get across is that people are planning their purchases through Pinterest. So there they just did a study where they said a high percentage of people actually said yes when asked if they had bought anything that they had found on Pinterest. I'm going to include that stat in your show notes as well because it's like something like 80% or more. Um, so it's a place where people are looking to find things to spend money on. And that's what sets it apart from the other platforms as well. Got it. So, uh, so yeah, right. That's really interesting. So, and is there, is there certain, um, certain industries that you feel like Pinterest works better for than, than others? Um, well, like I said, it's pretty big in the beauty and fashion uh, area, but the most, 
common, the most popular content is cooking content and recipes. Um, and then the second one is actually home decor. So, uh, home decorating supplies for the home, um, anything that's like do it yourself projects, people who want to, um, people who are sort of like planning to beautify their surroundings or getting a new home or moving or redecorating. It's, it's pretty big in that area as well. Right. So there's probably, there's, Probably potential there for your tradespeople or your home improvement type um, services, mm-hmm. building supplies, landscape supplies, those sort of absolutely to, to really yeah gardening those. yeah right awesome and so why why do you feel like Pinterest is so and I'm assuming it must be great for travel businesses because you've you've uh, molded your business around it but why do you, why are you so passionate about using Pinterest for uh, tourism type businesses and brands uh, because. If a tourism brand is making content, you know, if you, they have a content marketing strategy and they're making free content to be a, a resource for the users and the visitors that come to their site, um, it's just such an e- obvious and easy way to sort of lead people into whatever you're selling. So you offer a free article about something and people, you know, they, they you get that no like, and trust factor. So people see you as a source of useful information and they want to give you their money when it comes time to purchase. So it's just, a, it's a really integral part of the buying cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of different ways that you can, you know, incorporate that in the kind of content that you share, whether it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, testimonial experiences or, um, helpful articles that sort of lead into, um, selling something and also getting like user generated content while people are, um, on a trip, you know, mm-hmm. or using whatever you've sold them. Right. And so is the search functionality, uh, obviously, tourism and, and travel type content is is highly localized and people are you know going to be searching uh, with location in mind is there is mm-hmm. there any special technology or geo targeting sort of capabilities that Pinterest has built into its search engine well it is possible to geotag pins mm-hmm. and um, that does help you in rankings if people are searching for you know a certain location or about a certain location Got but it. I say that the emphasis should be on just keyword optimization. So it's, it ties in a lot with like SEO and, um, it's not, it's not as transparent as like where Google says, you know, X amount of people are searching these keywords every month. Mm -hmm. Um, but there are sort of tricks where you can figure out what are the popular keywords being searched and, and how to optimize your own content so that people can find you through the search. Got it. And so, so even if, uh, I'm just thinking, even if I'm the, you know, travel or tourism business per se, uh, if there's lots of businesses that, you know, are kind of indirectly related to, to tourism. So, you know, mm-hmm. bars, restaurants, uh, hospitality, even, uh, even, you know, I'm just trying to think like shopping centers are kind of, you know, if people mm-hmm. want to know where to shop. So, so there's got to be a lot of opportunity to jump on the back of, you know, if someone's thinking about coming to visit, uh, Sydney, then if I'm a business business that offers any product and service that is related to something that someone would want who um, when they're visiting Sydney, then that's a, that sounds like a big opportunity to, to be found in search for probably uh, a lot less competition than say a Google search too. Absolutely. I was just thinking as we as uh, you were mentioning that about the restaurants and how restaurants can mm. sort of have a presence on Pinterest where they're sharing information, uh, not only for, you know, tourists coming to visit, but also 
for foodies, you know, recipes and, and techniques that might be unique to, to them and their style. Um, and also not to mention that if you're, ha- if you're just getting started maybe with your SEO and your content marketing and you're having a hard time ranking on Google, you can have your Pinterest boards rank above your actual site content. Right. So it's an, it's a strategy also to sort of get in the back door to break into the Google search results easier through Just Pinterest. Piggybacking off the back of Pinterest's uh, domain, mm-hmm. domain authority. Got it. Exactly. Yeah, cool. That's interesting. Anything, anything else that, uh, that Pinterest are doing from a technology perspective or, or, or features um, that, are, that are interesting you at the moment? It's seem exciting. Well, they've really um, sort of moved the emphasis away from sort of followers and, you know, finding people to follow and more about interests and about uh, more focus on the search engine aspect of it and having, you know, people going into finding what they what they want through searching for the keywords. So that's something that people have to keep in mind. And they're moving more and more towards that. Like you can follow actually a general interest, like if you're interested in hiking and then you're going to see all the pins related to hiking without actually needing to follow the account of somebody who's pinning a lot about hiking. Do you know what I mean? So it's moving away from like individual account following and more getting more sophisticated in their, um, in their search functionality. And also they have visual search functionality where let's say you have a pin that's, um, the image is a room that's decorated with furniture. You zoom in on a chair and you hit this visual search button that's in the corner of the pin and it'll show you related pins that are with chairs that look similar to the chair that you have outlined. Uh, so you're like, Hmm, I like that chair. You click it and then you see all of these chairs for sale or sort of, you know, you can go down the rabbit hole of like, where can I find this chair or chairs that look like it? Mm-hmm. And that's something that Google image search just doesn't have. They're more based on keywords on the, and on the metadata. Yeah. Got it. So is Google even uh, moving towards that direction or are they not even thinking about it? I'm not sure exactly what they're doing with Google images. I mean, I know I use Google images when I want to find pictures of something. And then Google, when I'm in a Google image search, I often do go to the back, but it's just such a different user experience. It's not about curating boards. It's not about, you know, sharing content. It's sort of a, a one-time thing where you go for one link and then it ends there. It doesn't really promote, um, you know, the circulation of content. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so Pinterest, Pinterest must have some pretty powerful image recognition uh, mm-hmm. ca- mm-hmm. capabilities. What, what about what about things like uh, augmented reality and and uh, and VR and those sort of technologies? Is that is that on the sort of horizon for for Pinterest? Uh, I don't think so. I think they're starting first with more um, trying to integrate video. So they have promoted pins. Um, they have an option to do these promoted pins, which are like paid ads and their videos and they're native. They don't, they don't link back to YouTube or anything. They're actually on the platform, but it sort of gets in the way of the traditional Pinterest experience, which is just scrolling through feeds of images and, and how fast you can register the information because mm-hmm. it's all visual based mm-hmm. versus stopping to watch a video. Um, so I don't even know how far they're going to get with that, but they are rolling out more features to do with video. Um, I think the augmented reality and the, and the three stuff will have to, we'll have to wait. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. So uh, in terms of, in terms of, I guess the practicality, like, uh, the tactics for, for someone who's never used Pinterest before, would you mind maybe walking us through a specific example or a success story of, 
um, you know, the steps that you took with a client or you've seen done um, and and kind of just walking us through how you actually do it and, and, and what the, yeah. how it works. Yeah. So um, with my clients, you know, a lot of people come to me and they say, I've set up this account, I've set up my boards and now what? I'm not seeing any traffic. Um, but let's say you don't have an account, you don't know what to do. The first thing you want to do is determine um, what content you're going to be creating that is sort of going to be used for attracting your ideal client or your audience and the community that you want to build. And you want to create boards around these topics. So you can make boards and you can optimize the board names and the descriptions with the keywords relevant to whatever you want people to search for and end up finding you with. So with my clients, um, we design long sort of vertical graphics using compelling imagery. We put text overlay on the graphics so that it's really easy to see exactly what the content is about that that graphic is going to promote. Um, and I want to recommend canva.com for it's an amazing free graphic design suite. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so we create the boards around these topics. We find pins from other people and from all over the web that are relevant as well as using the client's content that they've created on their site um, and sort of start, you know, we use a scheduler that sort of rolls them out um, a few at a time. So you have uh, maybe 15 to 20 pins going out every day, not just from their own account or not just from their own website, but from other people as well, kind of mixed in. And um, we also optimize their website. So we have Pinterest share buttons. There's a plugin that where if you hover over an image, it says pin this. And oh, yeah. that sort of encourages people to, you've probably seen that, that encourages people to share to their own Pinterest accounts. And then you get that user-generated content that I was talking about. Um, and then there's all these, you know, widgets that you can build on the Pinterest widget builder that, you know, there it's like you've got a follow button and a, and share buttons and sort of you can take a, a easy, you know, they make a code for you that you copy and you paste into your website that will show a board or from your account or a pin from your account directly on your site. Um, so there's just a lot of ways that you can sort of grow your, you know, your user generated content and get attention for your account that way. And we find that that helps grow the accounts faster. Um, but yeah, just creating content, creating the images and using a scheduling app. I use Tailwind. That's my, that's the best one in my opinion. Um, to, yeah, Tailwind to sort of, uh, slowly send out this content that then goes into the search engine. And over time, you know, it gets, it gets indexed after a few days and people can find it through search and, and through following these interests that are, you know, on, on topic of whatever you, the content is that you're creating. Got it. Cool. And, and what about, uh, so a lot of, a lot of, a lot of our listeners are thinking, okay, great. So 15 pins a day or all these images, you know, yeah, Canva might be make, make it easy to design all this stuff, but it seems like a lot of content to create. What are the rules around repurposing other people's content and, uh, uh, you know, copyright and, and, and that kind of thing? How do we, how do we get around systemizing, um, the production of, of, of the content and making sure that it's good quality? Well, you can't use uh, somebody's image without their permission. So uh, there's always the option of if you don't have your own images or if you don't have, you know, professional photography mm -hmm. and those image assets, you can always subscribe to a stock photo library. And they're also free ones that don't cost any money. Um, and you can, you know, you can link to other people's content, but that's not really going to help link back to your own site. To be successful on Pinterest, you need to actually be creating 
blog posts or content um, on your own site. So that's a big part of of what makes it successful is having a solid content marketing strategy. Um, but you know, on the flip side, it'll save you an ad budget. Like you don't need to do be doing Facebook ads if you have this content that's evergreen and that's getting circulated around again and again and drawing more and more traffic organically. Right. Um, so it is somewhat time consuming, especially if you have no graphic design background and you don't have a graphic designer and you don't have somebody to take photographs for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, it's a lot of work up front, and then the payoff just lasts for so long because the longevity of the content on Pinterest is so much longer than in other spaces. Right. Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving just like SEO. Exactly. So, exactly. so I know there's, there's the option to have promoted pins or, or sponsored content on Pinterest. What does, and you know, if we look at other sites like Google and Facebook and, and now Instagram as well. Uh, the sponsored content is starting, you know, is becoming more prominent. Mm-hmm. Obviously, these platforms need to make money. What, what does that look like on Pinterest? Is there is that starting to creep in or is, is it still sort of hell for leather organic uh, traction? Um, you know, it's still it's I have success with organic um, activity because of the strategies that I know to be successful. Uh, that being said, it is getting more common to see promoted content and people are experimenting more with, you know, the new, uh, Pinterest sort of promotion and the boosting options. And they've gotten more sophisticated over the last year. You can target by, you can always target by demographic, but you can target by keyword. You can retarget, uh, based on people who have visited your site already. So, you know, they have that conversion pixel that you can put on your site so that, that the ad suite knows who's visited your site and sort of can go for their accounts. Um, it's great if you want to see faster results or if you're promoting something like, you know, for holiday sales, um, or you need, you need the pins to get seen on a more short term basis. Um, because with the way that I do it organically, content can take a little while to pick up. So I don't advise uh, trying to get organic reach for something that is is short term or timely. So that's where I would say, okay, you you need a promoted pins ad. And the other thing is, if you're just selling products, this is more for e-commerce companies. But if you're just selling products and you don't have a blog and you don't have content marketing, um, it's a good way to just share product images and you know optimize them by keyword without needing to make all that content and writing the free articles, the resources, you know. Got it. Cool. And so, and when you say it takes a little while for organic uh, traction to build up on Pinterest, is that a few days or is it like Google, like a few months, or I guess it depends on the competitiveness of the, of the market you're entering. It does depend on the competitiveness, but I'd say it's probably in between. So they say that, um, a, a big percentage of the, the clicks and the engagement that you get is in the first two or three days. And then there's still about 30 to 40% that happens over um, the next one to three months, actually. And, you know, as long as you've optimized with the right keywords, this the content can keep coming back again and again, especially if it's seasonal content. Um, Mm -hmm. Every winter, people are searching for these Christmas markets in Germany, you know, so those posts sort of come back to life, posts that you might have done a year or two ago. Um, they'll sort of sh- start to pick up and and you'll see a lot of hits years later even because they're still indexed in the search engine and people are still finding them that way. Got it. Cool. Okay. And in terms in terms of like let's say I'm a, a brand with lots of different locations and I need to uh, – uh, you specialize in travel and tourism. So let's say I'm a hotel chain or uh, you know, 
a, a tour a tour company how how do i go about creating all this like unique relevant content at scale across multiple locations and actually getting you know the best bang for for my buck do you have any experience with that sort of challenge um well i know that the four seasons has done a really good job of this of like their they have an amazing Pinterest presence. Um, so I would definitely, if you're in this situation, draw on the inspiration of, you know, your competitors and sort of, um, look to what they're doing, how they're doing it. The great thing about Pinterest is that it's really easy to see what somebody's doing right and to see if it's working for them. Um, and go with that. Don't try to reinvent the wheel here. Um, but the main point is to create content around the interests of your users. So if you have a multi-location brand, you can have, um, let's say boards for each location, but then there's going to be sort of general travel interests or, you know, there's going to be things that cross over and you can do a little bit of both. You can do a, a little bit of, uh, content about maybe each specific location, but then you can do content that, that will apply to, um, a bigger audience no matter where they're going right and i guess from a from a perspective of practically managing the production it could be let's say you're a franchise business or you know lots of locations it's that main main board with the generalized i guess not location sensitive uh content and then and then the local store owners or franchisees or whoever's managing those uh, those offices or locations can create their own unique personalized sort of um version uh, of that of that content that's going to speak to to that local area. Yeah, and you can also have um, collaborative boards, so they're called group boards. So I'm imagining, let's say, if you do have a franchise and you have an account for sort of the head operation, um, and then you have accounts for the various locations, you can do collaborative boards where you can sort of um, the the board will appear on both profiles and both accounts can pin to it. Got it. Cool. Okay. It seems it's it totally seems like the kind of platform that, like I, I've had a bit of a play on Pinterest, and I get I get the you know the visual thing, and it's such a the, the quality of the content and the and the imagery on there compared to say Google Images is amazing, even even compared mm-hmm. to say an Instagram. So I kind of get why it's so popular and and so many people pick it up, but it feels like the kind of thing where even if a business has someone like you to help help them and help strategize, it feels like something you just got to jump in and and test out and get a feel for it. Would you, is that sort of, am I along the right lines there? Yeah. I mean, you know, I would say that it works, it can work for everyone. Um, but the truth is if you're not creating content, it's going to be really hard to get a consistent flow of visitors to your site. So, um, it's not for absolutely everyone. I'd say it's about for 95% of businesses and you'd be surprised, you know, trying to challenge me and say, well, I don't see how it could work let's for, it. you know, it's, okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Try me. Uh, so what, you, you want me to pick a business type, type of business? Um, think about it while I, while I give the first example. So <laughs> okay, somebody yeah. who doesn't have visual imagery and they're saying, what, how on earth could I promote my um, you know, accounting service. Mm-hmm. I don't have, you know, I don't have pictures. I don't want to buy these cheesy stock pictures of, of people in their office. You can just make graphics that have cool colors and designs that have the text overlay. Oh. You know, if you have tax planning tips, people are literally searching Pinterest for tax planning tips. 
I'm just telling you, there are examples where people, uh, a business person would say, no, that's not for me because of X, Y, Z, because I don't, I don't have, you know, I'm not going to take pictures of my office. Well, you can just do informational pins that just have the text and that, you know, they're, they're stylish and they look good. Google people who want to learn about Google analytics can read about Google analytics and people have made pins for that content without, you know, needing any imagery. So can you think of any others? Uh, what if, uh, well, actually what you've just said there completely sort of squashes my, my (laughs) my enthusiasm to, to, um, Trump you on this, but, uh, I I get that. And, you know, I've worked with, um, accounting firms and law firms and those sort of businesses and, you know, people, their, their customers are interested in, in the benefits that their services provide. So, you know, I, I snored before at, at the accounting stuff because I just, <laughs> accounting's not my thing. I think I fell asleep in all my accounting courses at uni. <laughs> and uh, every time I see my accountant, they're like, have, why have you not actioned this? And um, <laughs> why don't you get this stuff, Dave? I'm just not financially minded, I guess. But anyway, um, so the point you made about the Google Analytics reports, for example, that wouldn't be something that's something that I'm really interested in being you know in the digital marketing space and SEO and mm-hmm. stuff uh, it's something that I wouldn't have ever thought that's a place for Pinterest uh, Pinterest is a place mm-hmm. for that however you know the infographics and visualizing data and and that kind of thing uh, there's always a way to make that uh, compelling from a from a visual sense I guess so uh, it's really it's I find it really interesting it's something that I I kind of can't wait to test out some Pinterest <laughs> some Pinterest campaigns actually now so what, yeah what, I mean there's always questions that people are searching for that you know you could help them answer that uh, there there's always a starting point where somebody says I want to try to find this information on my own and they get a taste for the kind of information that or the kind of service that you can provide and then they want to buy from you. Got it. And I guess at, at the very least, even if you're pr- publishing, let, let's say that you go, okay, uh, Pinterest isn't a big priority for my business, but I've got blog posts and Facebook posts and, and uh, doing ads on those channels, maybe a bit of Instagram. I'm just going to, as a way to get started, repurpose my um, my content I've already created and put it onto Pinterest. And at the very worst, you're going to get some a bit of traffic back to your site and a bit of uh, a bit of Google love from uh, from that extra sort of you know brand equity or, or citation mm-hmm. on on the web. And once it's there, it's there, and it's the gift that keeps on giving kind of thing. And and what do you got to lose? So is that kind of is that the way that some businesses businesses should maybe uh, approach it if if they're not really convinced that it's going to be a priority? I mean, test it out. You know, it'll give you, it gives you back what you put into it. Mm -hmm. So the more you focus on the consistency aspect and on uh, sticking with it through the first few months of sort of slow growth and as it starts to to materialize results, Mm -hmm. uh, you'd be surprised. So maybe the first three months, you know, you're not going to get very much traffic. But that fourth month, once you have a pin that takes off and you start getting, you know, 500 to 1,000 hits a day Mm. on an article, you're going to be converted. You're you're not going to be a skeptic anymore. Got it. So I, I cannot wait to try this. What have I got? Four months. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm seriously gonna do some tests because it's it's cool. a platform I haven't tried yet. I'm gonna I've got a couple of uh, businesses in mind that that we can do this with. So I'm gonna give it a test, and in a few months' time, I'm I'm gonna report back to our audience on uh, on the results, and maybe even get you back on. 
and, uh, I would love and that. for a big thank you. That'd be really cool. Is, is there any, any other stuff about any other little hacks or like little tricks or things that, that, uh, you want to leave us with that, that we haven't covered yet, um, that can really help us make Pinterest work? Um, no, just that I want to put an emphasis on like letting it work for you. So a big part of that is the, is, you know, retrofitting your site so that, um, other people can do it for you, can do the pinning for you. Um, it's having those long vertical images. It's telling people pin this, this is for your Pinterest board. Um, and that's going to make it so that it's just less effort on your part. And, um, it's pretty easy to optimize your site and put in these little plugins and these little share links, um, sort of a, a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, it, your visitors will essentially be creating the, the, the zeitgeist, so to speak, and be helping you in that way. Got it. And you mentioned Canva, you mentioned the plugins to pin images. You mentioned the scheduling tool, which I've forgotten what it's called. Is Tailwind. Tailwind. app.com. Got it. Is there any other tools or apps that can make the Pinterest uh, marketing process easier or more effective? Um, I guess if you know Google Analytics so that you can measure the results. I'm a, I'm a pretty big Google Analytics user and I use it to um, check in on sort of the, which, which posts are doing well. And, and also to sort of steer me in the direction that I need to go with new content. So it sounds like Pinterest, uh, is still, still, you know, definitely a platform for driving traffic to the site. Is, is it, do you see it going towards, you know, where say a Facebook is going, trying to keep us on the platform as much as possible? Or do you think it's always going to be a referral traffic type type focus? Um, it's always going to be pointing you out. I think it, it sort of holds its own to keep people coming back and to sort of give people a reason to, to discover new ideas as they go through life and their needs change and their projects change. So, um, I don't think it's, people already spend a lot of time just curating boards and saving things to come back to. But I think that the point is to sort of point people to these to these awesome ideas that are all around the web. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. Got it. Cool. Awesome. And just one more, this is, uh, the, the, the question flow isn't, doesn't really make sense here, but it just popped into my head, uh, Pinterest and Instagram. So what is the, you know, obviously they're, they're both visual social networks and, and Instagram is kind of a, you know, there's a search element to it with the hashtags and stuff. What are, mm-hmm. what are the key differences for someone who's maybe familiar with Instagram and using it um, uh, for content marketing, getting the visual stuff out? What are, What is the big difference between those two platforms? Um, well, I think until Instagram gets click throughs on every image, ah, it just doesn't hold a candle to Pinterest. If you're just going to have one link available, you know, oh, updated link, go see my new post, um, see, check my bio. It sort of sends people on a wild goose chase yeah. to try to find that one little link. So, um, I think when it gets click throughs, you know, maybe, uh, I know that it has like a really big user base and a lot of love, but. Mm-hmm. Also, just to be able to follow things by interest, I know there's paid content now that you don't have to be following those accounts to see that, but um, the interest is a big one because you you don't actually have to follow individual accounts on Pinterest to find what you're looking for. Got it. Cool, cool. 
Wow. So is there anything anything else we haven't covered yet that, that you want to sort of touch on, I guess, to give our audience a bit of insight into where Pinterest is, is headed and, and how they can use it best? Um, so I would just say get on it as soon as possible. You know, the user base is growing. Um, the, the amount of businesses on it is growing. If you are in an industry where, you know, there's not a lot of people in your um, in your space that are using Pinterest for the purposes that I've described, mm. it doesn't mean that it's not right for you. It means that you should be the first one. Got it. That's, I think that's pretty good advice. Oh, the sooner the better. Yeah. Now Louise, you know, I, I've learned, I've learned a ton from this call. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure everyone listening definitely has Great. too. I, I uh, so. We've also got a little, a uh, few more questions to finish off on, um, which are mm-hmm. not so much about Pinterest or your business or marketing, but they're about Louise. They're about Louise Cottrell and, <laughs> okay. and they're, uh, they're designed to just help us all get to know you a little bit better, apart from knowing that you're in Chiang Mai and you, you've got about 400 dogs next door. <laughs> <laughs> and airplanes flying overhead. And airplanes. Um, so there's 14 quick fire questions and... Um, oh, okay. Got, yeah, I've- yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was going to okay. tell you. No, I wasn't. Um, no worries. You've got a maximum of five seconds to answer each one. You can pass one if you want to. Uh, and okay. they're just to help everyone get to know you a little bit better personally. So, are you ready? Sure, sure. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. First one's a pretty easy one. Where did you go to high school? Um, in Mill Valley, California. What was your first job and how come you didn't stick to that job? I worked in the gift shop of Mirwitz National Monument, and it was too corporate. <laughs> you don't you don't strike me as the type to be uh, no. no gravitate towards corporate corporate life. Bit, no. of, a, bit of a nomad, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, what has been your biggest stuff up or screw up in business? Um, not starting sooner yeah. <laughs> with the online work and and yeah. the online business world. Relate to that. What are you most proud of? Um, starting a business. I never thought I would be in business. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> what are you most excited about at the moment? Um, having so much of my life left because I'm only 30. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a year. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm a year older than you. That makes me feel better. Okay. Um, <laughs> is there anything weird that you used to do as a kid that you'd like to share with us? Um, pass. It would take me too long to think of one. <laughs> Got it. Who is your favorite band or musician? Um, historically, it has been The Strokes. Oh, but now I maybe I don't listen to much music lately. So, But let's stick with The Strokes. Got it. Rate your own singing voice out of 10. Six and a half. Do you want to sing a Strokes song? No. No, okay, got it. <laughs> What's that song? I don't know. What is your? This is going to be tough for you because I think you've got a lot of experience having traveled all around the world, around everywhere that you've been in the world. What is your favorite food that you've tried? Um. Oh, that is a hard one. Indian, South Indian food. I went to Indian. India in September 2016, I think. 
Nice. Over and the curry was ugh, amazing. <laughs> there in March, and we had a life changing meal at a roadside stop a tandoori chicken spread. <laughs> yeah, my, my mouth's watering. <laughs> yeah. um, describe the last picture you took on your phone. Oh, it's the dog that we're dog sitting for. I've been taking a lot of pictures of her. <laughs> Got it. One Maybe. habit that you'd love to change. Um, God, not having good mornings, like totally half asleep and disorganized and jumping in too fast when I should be like meditating or something. I don't know. <laughs> Got it. And the best piece of advice you've ever received? Uh, stay true to yourself. I like it. Uh, <laughs> A little cliche, but it's the good. happiest day of your life to date. Um, Oh, that's a hard one. Um, probably just like setting out on my first trip, I guess. Yeah, yeah cool. On the journey. You're just enjoying the, the whole journey, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's I hard like to pick it. one. It's been so many good days. Yeah. The, uh, so the, the, the final question, Louise, what do you love most about yourself? Um, I'm very resourceful. Got it. That's a pretty good trait. I like it. <laughs> So we're done. We're done. I really want to thank you, Louise, for coming on. Um, I, I definitely appreciate it. Pinterest is one of those those platforms I've never uh, had much experience with yet, and I'm sure a lot of our audience haven't either. And I'm just buzzing with ideas, and I can't wait to test it out and get some referral traffic. And awesome. uh, I'm so excited for you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be boasting about it too. And I will. I'll give you credit if I start smashing Pinterest. Cool. I'll, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great talking to you Dave thanks so much for having me you too we'd love to have you on again and uh, yeah stay stay happy and safe and all of that over in Thailand I, I believe you're over to Mexico soon yeah in the new year yeah. and um, I just want to tell the audience that if they want to get in touch with me yep. um, it's possible via my website travelpinners.com travelpinners.com or, or they could find you on probably LinkedIn and Facebook as well, Louise Cottrell. We'll link everything up in the show notes. Thanks again, awesome. Louise. Um, I'm sure we'll speak soon. And yeah, take care. Great. Thanks, Dave. See you. Bye. Bye. episode i think it means that you've got some value out of it i hope so in return we'd love it if you could go and leave us a review on itunes stitcher google play or wherever just search the location station and don't forget to go and subscribe for free updates regular giveaways and a whole heap of other stuff fun stuff at thelocationstation.com and I'm not whispering because I want you to keep this podcast a secret. Please share with any business owner or marketer who you think will find our stuff valuable. Now go on, go and action some of the stuff that we learnt today. I'll see you on the next episode.